Shalom Abrahurab to Maseches Nedorim Daf. Page three is Daf discusses three options of what the woman meant when she said Im Erchatz. If I bathe, what was her neder on? And on the flip side, we discuss what happened. What, what, what was she saying when she said Im Loy Erchatz? If I don't bathe, what was her neder exactly? Then we had this Machlokes Tachachom and Rabbi Yosi. Whether that counts as Inoy. The Gemara discusses whether Rechitza actually has the din of Inoy Nefesh. First, the Gemara says, what was she saying when she said Emerichatz? What did she mean by that? First option is that she was saying that I can't eat any fruit in the world if I take a bath. The Gemara says, if that's true, then why does a husband need to be made for that? Let her never engage the nether. She won't take a bath. And then she could eat fruit. And second of all, you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yoisi would consider this nether not inui nefesh. The Chacholim said it's inui, the Rabbi Yoisi said it's not. How could this nether of, if I take a bath, I can't eat any fruit forever. That's not inui nefesh, not eating any fruit forever. If she takes a bath by mistake, she's stuck without fruit forever. That sounds pretty inui dig. Elamai, we say the second explanation. What she was saying when she said Amerikat, she was saying another, saying that I can never bathe, I can never get any enough from bathing if I take a bath. So she set up a tonight that if I take a bath, then I'm, then I'm never allowed to bathe again. That's why the husband's allowed to be made for it. Because what she's supposed to do, if she takes a bath, then she's never allowed to bathe again. What she, and, what, and if she doesn't take a bath, so that her never her, her neder never takes effect, then she's never going to bathe, and then there's an issue of her becoming nibble of uh, repulsive, disgusting. Maybe Rabbi Yosi holds that the husband should not be made for this neder. She should take it on, never to bathe. Therefore, she'll never even engage the neder. She won't be over in making the darm because this one never even took place. And Rabbi Yossi is not worried about Nivel. That's the Machlekes. Whether we're worried that the wife is going to become uh, novel by not bathing. The Gemara, however, says that doesn't fit perfectly into the Lashon of our Mishnah because we said that Rabbi Yossi holds that Nedderzeh ain't boy inoy nefesh. But the way that you're formulating this Nedder, they're not even arguing about the Nedder. They're arguing about the Tanai. Whether... It's a nibble to never bathe, whether it's a nibble to never engage the nether in the first place. It should have said that Elamai, the third way we understand this nether is when she says, Im Erchatz, she's telling she's making a nether saying, If I bathe today, then I'm never allowed to bathe again. So over here, Rabbi says, look, one day without taking a bath, that's not considered nibble. Especially those days they didn't bathe as often. So that's how we come out of Maskona. That's what it means in Erechatz. If I bathe today, then I'm never allowed to bathe again. And basically says, stick it out. The Rabbanan say, that's already considered Inur Nefesh. That answers what Im Erechatz means. But what does it mean when she says Im Loye Erechatz? What was that case? We said, if she makes another not to bathe or not to uh, put on uh, makeup, uh, kishut, Cosmetics. Yeah, that same machlek as the Rabbanon said, he can be made for it. The husband and father can be made for it. And Rabbi says that doesn't count as inoy nefesh. What's emloy erchatz? The first option is she says 
and another that she can't get any hanah from bathing if she doesn't bathe today. No, that's not such a crazy thing. Just don't bathe today, or rather bathe today. This way, you're Mekayim the Tanai, and she can then bathe forevermore. That's not, that, that doesn't sound like it needs a hafara. So Rabbi Huda rather says what she's saying when she says, Im lo She's saying that I'm, if I don't bathe in flax water, this water that they were soak, uh, soak the flax in, which is very repulsive, if I don't take that bath, that flax bath challenge, then I'm never allowed to bathe again. That's what the Chachomim say. The husband can be made for it. And Rabbi Yossi says that's not enough of a, of a nibble. And she should just bathe in the flax water. The problem the Gemara has is that we matched up in the Mishnah. We said, Imloy Erechatz together with Imloy Eskashet, if I don't wear cosmetics. So what does that mean? That if I don't put on some gross cosmetic, if I don't like put a patar all over my face, she says... Then she's never allowed to put on cosmetics again. That doesn't. That, that that isn't a cosmetic. Gross cosmetics, putting tar on someone's face, that doesn't count as a kishut. So it doesn't fit with the eskashit part. That can't be what the imlay erchatz means. Alamai Rebuta tells us imlay erchatz means that she makes another saying. Buddha goes over the whole Mishnah. He tells us really what was happening was that no, the the, the nedr that she made on bathing was she saying, if I don't bathe today, I can never bathe forever. And then she just jumped in and said a shavua that she's not going to bathe. She said if she puts on makeup today, then she's never allowed to put on makeup. And by the way, I'm making a shavua that I can't put on makeup. That's what im lo erchatz meant. Im was a Lushan, as some of the Rishonim explain it's, it's Um, which is uh, from the, uh, it's a Sherish of the Lushan MS. She was taking a Shavua with a Lushan of Um, Lo'erchatz, that she's not going to bathe, that she's not going to put on makeup. Avina tells Ravashi, if that's true, I Mishnah should have said, Elunidarim Ushvois. If the, the case is Taka where she took another and a Shavua, I should have said that. The Gemara has two answers to that. Either. In Echanami, that's what our Mishnah says. Nedarim Ushavuiz. Or you could just say that Shavuiz are subsumed under the category of Nedarim. Right? We learned uh, in a Mishnah, Kinidre Vishoyim, Neder Benazir, Bukarabun Vishavuah. They're all the same thing uh, at its core. So when the Mishnah says Nedarim, it includes Shavuiz. Bottom line, we have Machloikis, Rabbonan, and Rabbiyasi. If withholding Rechitza and Kishot is considered an Enoid. Now the Gemara challenges the Rabbonat and it challenges the Biyasi. Challenges the Rabbonat because the Rabbonat say the Rechitza is considered an Inoy if she doesn't bathe. The problem is we learned uh, Gabi Yom Kippur that you know there are five Inuyim on Yom Kippur. The only ones that are Chayv Kares are eating and drinking and doing Balacha. The problem is that if you hold that Rechitza is considered an Inoy, then when the guy takes a bath, he's violating the Inoy of Yom Kippur. He should be five cars for that as well. So Rabbi answers that Nadarim and Yom Kippur each have their own psukim. By Yom Kippur it says, Tanu es nafshu seichem. 
something which causes you inoy now, that's what you have to engage in. If this is going to take away your inoy now, that you're not allowed to do. Rechitza. is a long-term issue. If a person doesn't bathe, it will lead to inoy. Eating and drinking are immediate. By Nadarim, it doesn't need that. By Nadarim, it says, Kol Nadar V'chol Shlua Boshua has Iser La'anuis Nefesh Anything that is La'anuis Nefesh that can cause inoy Nefesh and that would include V'chitza because if a person doesn't bathe, it will cause inoy. Not bathing for so long. But you can't compare Yom Kippur and Nadarim. Now the Gemara challenges Rabbi Yossi, right? He's the one that said that only eating is considered Inoy, bathing is not Inoy. We have a Tosefta in Baba If there is a water source that runs through town A to town B, and town B is using up all the water, so town A wants to stuff it up and keep it all for themselves. Now, if it's life versus life, meaning that if A doesn't stuff it up, they'll die, and B will die, A is allowed to stuff it up because their lives come first. Even if it's just their animals drinking versus B's animals drinking, they're allowed to stuff it up for their animals. And even if it's just for laundering, A is allowed to stuff up the water so that A is allowed to launder even if B won't be able to launder. But here's where the Machlaikas comes in. What happens if it's A doing laundry versus B dying, right? B needs it for drinking water and A needs it for laundry. So the Chachamim say, their lives come first, you're not allowed to stuff up the water for you to be able to do your laundry. But Rabbi Yossi disagrees. And he says that A gets the water first, their laundry comes before the lives of city B. Sounds like over here, that just the tsar of wearing during clothing on one's body is such an enoy that it would override the lives of town B. When it comes to bathing the entire body, Kalvachaymer Rabbi Yossi should hold that it is considered an enoy. Why over here we sing that Rabbi Yossi holds that bathing is not an enoy? The Gemara answers that one's clothing being clean is actually more important than one's body being clean. Rabbi Yossi goes in the sheets of Shmuel. Shmuel told us that if someone has a dirty head, that can lead to blindness. If someone has dirty clothing, it can lead to insanity. And if someone has a dirty body, that can lead to certain uh, boils and skin conditions. Now, skin conditions heal, but insanity does not. So in that regard, Rabbi Yoisi puts the washing of clothing as an inoy more important than the washing of the body, which in Echanami can cause uh, negative side effects, but they're tractable. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.